Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. That is the debut, the red carpet of my Denise Salcedo documentary that airs at the start of Monday Night Raw just just minutes before your birthday. It's going to air right as our show goes on the air. What the f- <laughs> All right, Sean. The, the Denise Salcedo oh, documentary God. is happening. Okay, even- guys, as you see, Denise has been a little bit worried about what we are doing at the top of this show for probably about a week or two. It's less than an hour before her birthday, uh, as you all are seeing this. And Denise has been working every single night throughout her birthday weekend. She's working tonight. She's working tomorrow. She's working every night because she works really, really hard. So sorry to disappoint those of you who wanted Denise exposed. But we decided to do something nice for her birthday. Here you go. I don't you even know. know it's how- not Alex Pawlowski because we already got a laugh. This is Denise Salcedo. You all have probably seen her before on uh, After Buzz, on Xbox One, Two, Three, Sixty, on Instinct Culture, like all over the place. Denise, we're so happy to have you. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. Like you cannot believe. I'm just. I'm happy that it was even a good raw that we get to go yeah. right in and like talk about it. Like that makes me even happier. Bring on the hammer, man. Okay. Wow. I'm humiliated. Wow. <laughs> Bring on the hammer, she said. You are somebody that I don't know, but you're taking shots at me like it's Patron, and I'm just like, Damn. Okay, I'll be nice to you on your birthday, though, which I found out is in September. No, my birthday is in late August. Thanks. Yeah, my birthday's been September. I I do not like her new album. It is not the greatest. It it's sounds trash. It's, it's trash. It's, it's, it's trash. It's, it's depressing. No, you made her say that. And snakes and stones never broke my bones. So you need to calm down. Being too loud, and I'm just like, oh, oh, Hello, my name is Tom G, and I just want some bullshit, okay? 
Copy and poster. And I told her I would fight a little girl to defend Taylor Swift. Like, I don't care. Little girls are so nasty. Ugh. You were somebody bringing out my lacy Evans. I love it. I love it. Kanye West number one fan, Denise Salcedo. Fire Denise breaking down. Screw the list. I'm pissed. You send me goddamn coal. Denise. It's the list in your girl, number two. I've seen it, whatever. It's overrated. Christmas sucks, Sean. Christmas sucks. It's overrated, too. It's all about Easter. You hate the spirit of Christmas. Eat disgusting meals. You're a California raisin who sleeps so late at three. What the hell was that? What the hell was that? Over there on the internet, comparing other girls and killing it. We figured you out. We all know now. We all got crowns. You need to calm down. Uh oh, uh oh. This is it. I quit Fightful. I'm done. Denise Salcedo does not sing Kanye West. Okay. Denise Salcedo does not sing Kanye West. Not even Sean Ross Salcedo sings Kanye West. All right. Like, can you just not step on our gowns? You need to calm down. Happy birthday, Denise. I hate you, Sean. I hate you. You you have been exposed. Look at all these people telling you happy birthday. Adam Blamplate saying happy birthday. Norm Summers saying happy birthday. Norm also saying he's having a a hard time explaining to his girlfriend why uh, he watches wrestling. But this is why you watch. Because we give you moments that WWE does not give you. Daniel R., uh, saying he graduated, his birthday's Wednesday, and now this. Well, happy birthday to you too, Daniel. Ryan B. Jam saying Denise needs to calm down. She's being too loud. And and she she is. She always is. Sophia saying something that I can't pronounce. That I'm the star. Aww. Well, we'll, we'll just forget about that one. Nerd Guru, happy birthday, Denise. Truly one of the best in wrestling media. And Sexy Peasant has a question. You tweet bruh, but you say bro. Which is it, Denise? It's both. I say bro and bruh, actually. It's your birthday in 45 minutes here on the East Coast, Denise. Sean, I was prepared to come on here. And do you have any idea how much anxiety I had heading into yes, this? Yes. myself, <laughs> what the hell is Sean going to do? What is he going to come up with? What story is he gonna spin and i came on here thinking all right i gotta be like ready with like some comebacks i gotta be prepared and then you came at me with this cheesy emotional stuff that you know that i hate i hate anything that is remotely nice well i don't know how to react other than some of those early clips of me were at you actually (laughs) We're so cringy and so embarrassing. And hearing my voice, I wanted to like just FML, all right? FML. Well, we've got lots of birthday wishes. Brandon Charles Powell, 
podcast with Bezo Banks. And he, Bezo got a 4.0 GPA. Hot dog, Bezo. Congratulations. Andrew, wishing you a happy birthday. I assume that's what Carlos Easy is doing. He uh, did. Se- but hey, how did you like manage to like track down all of like the best of moments? I felt like they were all in there. Like that was it right there. I have a good memory. And usually when anything like that happens, somebody is like, oh my God, you got to make a clip or something. And we usually, we like, we had a bunch for scraps that we never used. That helped a little bit. And look at that. Look, Jacob was ready for that tell-all expose, but enjoyed the sweet <laughs> I retrospective. Like, I was like, what is he going to put on there? And I was trying to think back, and I was thinking of some of the private conversations you and I had, and I was like, there's yes. no way Sean was recording that. I would have known <laughs> Sean was recording that. I had I had a lot of B-roll of the Hollywood Salcedo skit, as you I saw. I thought you were going to use more of that, and I was trying to think back, like, what did I say on that? <laughs> is there anything that I would be embarrassed about? Yeah to come out like how would i feel about that and then you know what else i thought i was like i swear to god if freaking sean got that aralucha footage somehow some way i would kill him for that too i wish i should get i should have the rights to use that since i'm you an really investor should, though i guess but no i would die i would die sean oh guys by the way what's up you guys may 17th post raw podcast but it's denise's birthday leave a thumbs up subscribe tap the bell for notifications send your super chats in Denise is now a highly paid member of the Fightful uh, staff as she's got her own shows. As Xanthius brings up, heard she was reviewing Under Siege and tuned in only not to hear a single mention of Steven Seagal or Gary Busey. I watched the movie Under Siege. It sucked so much ass. It was so bad. So bad. But there are people that are still asking you questions. Are you, are you going to bring back the Hollywood Hogan costume? Oh, that's somewhere like in the trash, actually. <laughs> We got happy birthdays, the hardest working person in wrestling media and sports media. And then Nate says, it's going to be Denise's birthday and I'm going to let you finish. But what a great job in that video, SRS. I did that myself. I had no help with the editing. Wow. Amazing, Sean. Amazing. I I know. This is what I hate about like sticky, icky, nice stuff that now I feel like I have to be nice to you. I'm a good boss, Denise. And I don't know how to do that. Like I cannot be a baby face anymore. I've lost. I've lost it. I went so far north in another direction. I can't come back. People asking like how much a cameo is from Taylor Swift as if she's on the service. She doesn't have one. If she did, all my savings would go directly to that. Like I would, I would take out a credit card for that. A bank loan. I don't care. Happy birthday wishes. And then Colin says, how many bait and switches are we getting tonight? Happy birthday, Denise. (laughs) That's true. You promised the people that you were going to expose me. And I started thinking, we're going to get the dark side of Denise. Yes, indeed. We're going to get into this raw coverage. We've got some super chats. Uh, Jacob said he was looking forward to it and wanted to find out what the real Denise was like. Due to the documentary. No one will ever know. No one will ever know. <laughs> like, literally, I'm going to hide the real Denise. She- there, there are some, like, 40-minute business talks that Denise and I have had after some of these shows. No, they have not been record recorded. Those. I don't record them, though. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I, was, I, wouldn't be, I would be more careful with what I was saying <laughs> if I knew you were recording me. Nerguru says, Ross sucked per usual, but I'm here for the far better Monday night show. And plus the premiere of Dark Side of Denise, Fightful <laughs> Forever. I guess, you know what? I'll give the people some of it. I think the real Denise just talks shit all the time. Yeah. 
That's the yeah. Real- now, now you do. But I mean, see, I saved you the trouble. You saw what happened to Tempest today when he tried to come for the king. It did not work out when he tried to talk trash to me. What'd you do to him? Mm, he he started this new new group on Wrestle Talk, and he decided to be mean. And I said, no, no, it's not going to happen. Not going to ha- happen. I'm too respectful for that. What's Cole, the new but- group? Huh? What's the new group? You should watch the product. You're part of their oh, show. Yeah, but I'm not even included in their bio. I'm the leftover person. That's oh, true. I'm not. JL wants you to take some shots tomorrow. Do you drink, Denise? No, I don't drink, actually. Good, good. I- I'm with you. Gang, gang. Uh, Res Dog says, we're getting sa- or Grinch graps with Hollywood Salcedo after Under Siege just passed Saturday. Happy birthday. See, uh, all these people just so excited to, to wish you happy birthday. I'm not excited. Colt Bedosa's Raw equals rematches all week. Oh, boy, do I have some stuff to say about that. And Zach Barber chimes in on the A&E documentary that's coming up. Will you all be watching Dana Warrior trying to convince the world that her husband wasn't an absolute piece of garbage? I will. And, um, yeah, I mean, definitely uh, my opinion on the Ultimate Warrior definitely changed when I saw a lot of the things that, that he had said. But um, we'll see how it pans out, Denise. Well, I think based on the trailer, the clip that we just saw, I kind of felt like they kind of they obviously had to brush on it. Yeah. I feel like it's, it would be really hard to tell a documentary without sharing some of those, uh, you know, things that were discovered. Well, let's get into Monday Night Raw. We're going to start with AJ Styles defeating Elias via DQ. This match was not for me, Denise. Uh, that's for hey, sure. Why no. not? It, I don't care about Elias. I don't care about Jackson Riker. They have collectively won one of their last 10 matches, and now they're going to get put into a tag title program. Why? Because Jackson Riker yanked. Uh, AJ Styles off the top rope, and that's it. They're they're going to end up getting a tag title shot because of that. You know, Meanwhile, actually, go ahead. Sorry, I felt differently about this. I actually liked this match, and like to me, it was it felt like a fresh matchup, and I enjoyed seeing Elias and AJ work together. And I think for the most part, it's really because when AJ's in there with pretty much anybody, it's bound to be a good match. And he was actually like bumping the hell out, like he always does for like everybody. But for Elias too, it worked because obviously Elias is a big guy. Yeah, this one wasn't for me at all. And then the DQ finish, oh boy, there were a bunch of crappy finishes on this show tonight, top to bottom. Uh, I'm looking through all this and all but like maybe one or two matches had something funky happen. It just, I just didn't like it. I don't, I can't be arsed to care about Elias and Jackson Riker. They are going to get a title shot off of this. And why? Because Elias lost a match. You just know it's coming, Denise. Yeah, and I feel like at this point, that's pretty much all they've got, though. So it feels like they were going to be headed this direction anyway. And I hate to say it because, obviously, I'm not the biggest fan of Jackson Riker whatsoever. I I like Elias, actually. So maybe that's probably why I enjoyed this match, too, on top of everything that I just said. But I thought this was actually a pretty fun matchup. I didn't like the end, obviously, because... Even what even it, it, it's just something that's done so often. That's it. There's nothing else to say. And it, I feel like today, more so than any other week, we did get to see a lot of non-clean finishes, essentially. Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. Get your super chats in. It'll get your question or statement read on the air. 
Um, one person we did not see on this week's show, I don't believe, Jinder Mahal, right? We did not see Jinder Mahal today. Uh, I reported exclusively on FightfulSelect.com, some backstage news on why Indu Share broke up, uh, how Jinder Mahal got on TV, that whole process. Please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We have shows there every day. We have exclusive news there every day. Have some contract news with WWE going up this week. I'm working to nail that down, and I'll be able to. uh, Some interesting contract news per usual. But exclusive news there every day, my friends. Just go over there, look on that sidebar, see what all we have to offer. Check it out. (sighs) Ah. So um, there is going to be a common theme in this show, Denise. It's called the Monday Night Monkey's Paw. And we've talked about this before. A monkey's paw is like where you you get a wish granted to you, but it comes with a clause. It comes with something negative. And for so long, I wanted to see guys like Angel Garza and Drew Gulak on Raw. And we're getting to see it. But... Why I I didn't need to see this. Angel Garza beat Drew Gulak and shoved a rose up his ass. That's the end of the feud. Like, is it though? Really? I mean, I that's like, don't I, you I, want revenge though. If somebody puts a rose up your butt, you're gonna sure want that sure. I, you, I ain't gonna forget that. Yeah, and I ain't gonna apply a side headlock to do it. That much I tell no, you. Not definitely. It's not. we're gonna go full Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding, and I'm busting somebody's knee up if they try to shove a rose up my ass. Like that's that's just. The nature of it, but that's not what happened. Uh, Angel Garza squashed Drew Gulak. This is giving different guys a chance, but doing the same match. Okay, why do I want to see Drew Gulak again? Probably, probably don't. Well, not only that, is if you were at least going to have this rematch, at least make it worth something. This was a nothing match whatsoever. Like, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. I like the wing clipper at the end, but there was really nothing else that Angel Garza did, that Drew Gulak did, that anybody did in this match where I thought, you know what? I like them 10% more than I liked them last week. And I'm just not feeling this. And I feel like they have so much that they could even do with the whole, uh, I think now they're calling uh Angel Garza, the lethal, the lethal something. Anyways, whatever. The point is that they have potential there with Angel Garza, and they're definitely not doing that whatsoever with him. I like the backbreaker too. I I like the backbreaker a lot, but that that's it. There's really the only thing we can do is speculate on where they go from here, and I don't know. I have no idea where they go from here. Hopefully, something new and something different. Um, so Monday night monkeys paw time. The twenty four seven title still exists. I'm very happy about that. I'm happy I'm to not. see. I'm happy to see our truth. But that that happiness subsided very quickly. Denise Akira Tozawa beat him for the title. So it's the same old stuff that we've seen over and over and over again. Denise, we've seen specifically these two guys doing this over and over again. I'm done with it. I will say this though. I did like Tazawa essentially creeping up slowly from the corner, coming down the steps. But other than that, it's like, all right, cool. I saw a guy come down some steps. Fun. What else is there? I mean, I was never a fan of the 24-7 title once that I realized what it was. And now that it's back, it's just kind of those one of those things where you're like, you know that they're going to have to make a little check mark off of the 24-7 title each and every single week on Raw. And I don't recall the last time that we were sitting here thinking, oh, I liked a segment from the 24-7 
uh, yeah. you know, stuff that they do. I don't, I don't really even remember the last time we actually liked something from that. So it doesn't give me much hope. We have some super chat. Norm Summer says, I miss the old good old days when fiends were men. <laughs> we'll talk more <laughs> about that in a bit. Adam Blamplate says he found the best way to watch Raw is to mute it and listen to Quizzlemania instead. Much better. Oh, yeah. And Daniel says, why is WWE creative so inconsistent? Uh, I think it's 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 stubbornness or laziness by someone. I don't know who that one person is. Maybe it's Vince, but it seems so easy to put people on winning streaks and reward them for winning streaks. It's very easy. We see it done on other shows all the time. It's It happens regularly on Impact and Ring of Honor and AEW and a lot of times in New Japan. Maybe not so much the last year because New Japan's creative has been real bad this last year as well. But I wish I had an answer and I've always tried to ask. My God. Another Eva Marie promo. Evolution says, I might be biased, but I think tonight proved that Eva Marie has improved much as an actress and she seems way more comfortable. Do you think she wrestles? Well, she definitely has improved as an actress. I mean, she has actually worked as an actress over the last five years. Uh, Do I think she wrestles? I think at some point she does, Denise, but what do you think of these vignettes? All right, so look. Okay, so I know in the beginning I had said, okay, she's probably coming in as a heel. Then the following week I thought, okay, no, they're definitely going with her as a baby face. This week it was definitely, for sure, 150%. She's coming in as a baby face because she's talking about how she wants to inspire, inspire young girls and, oh, and this and that and all of this, right? And there's two things that I – there's one thing that I like about this and then there's one thing that I'm not necessarily crazy about. So I like the fact that, okay, she's come – they're essentially – they're based on the vignette. They're making her seem like she's like an entrepreneur and she, you know, has a career and she did all of this stuff outside of WWE. Right. So, okay. I like that aspect of it, but then there's the other aspect of it where it's like, Oh, you want to inspire little girls and this and that I'm like through Instagram filtered pictures. I don't think so. Like if I'm going to look, I think back to when I was a little girl and who the hell I looked up to. I looked up to two people and it was China and it was Lita. I never looked up to like any of the sex symbol type women because that just wasn't what I was drawn to or what I liked or what I considered cool or relatable or any of that. So for me, and maybe it's like, okay, maybe I also have to realize that all women are different. And, you know, some some people do look up to the sex symbol type women, but I don't. I don't. So for me, it's hard to say that this character is necessarily a likable and b also something where i'm like oh i can get behind this for me it's not something that i can get like fully behind of i would have liked it better if she came in as like a heel with this character it would have made more sense she would have been like you know i'm so bougie i have all these likes on instagram woo 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 whatever the hell you know that would have been to me much more believable i would have liked that a million times better so i am curious as to how they're going to go about this and i mean on the bright side they are there are trying to get more baby face on baby faces on the women's roster all right cool but we'll see how it works out in the end hannah m says i think her character is delusional is a delusional wannabe because some of the those comments she went on celeb big brother and no one on the show had heard from her or heard of her yeah here's the thing there was a there was one of the lines and I, i know it's the same vignette from last week where she says some people see the perfect shot, but what they don't know is that it takes t- 90. And I'm like, <laughs> that's not necessarily a good message. It yeah. takes 90 pictures for you to get the right one where you finally feel like you look good. I get what they were trying to go with, but it didn't come out 
like that much. And I, I, I honestly, I have no problem with Eva Marie. I'm just like dissecting the character here. And what yeah. I as a woman think is relatable and not relatable. Zach says to do what Denise, she can't wrestle. Well, you know, you know who can't wrestle right now. MVP can't wrestle. I'm not saying that Eva Marie is a better promo, but there are uses for other people besides wrestling. Like, you can do other stuff. I don't know what that might be. I don't know what they have in mind. Um, I I can't crap on something before I see what they're going to do with her. Uh, if it's bad, I'll say as much. Myron Kid says Denise spitting fire on Eva Marie, and Amy Kimball says SRS. I enjoy hearing the best analysis from an editor that's actually been in the ring. Great show. WWE Monkey's Paw might be in the ring later this year too. Maybe. Rob Wilkins says, happy birthday, Denise. As does Gutierrez 25 who says you're better than Luke as well. Poor Luke. Luke and I are friends. We mended our friendship. Did After you? last night, we, we, had a minor, we had a minor fallout. Seems like this happens a lot to you. Uh, Hannah. Wait, I had nothing to do with that. He made fun of me for not having 20K followers on Twitter. So uh, Hannah M says Tyra would kick her off if she only got one good pick from 100 frames. That's a good point. I rooted for you. I rooted for you. We were all rooting for you. Do you know that meme or that gym? No, but I mean, I. I, Tyra, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Oh, you need to go and find this on YouTube. (laughs) Just type it in on YouTube. Tyra Banks. Oh, trust me, you'll love it. Well, we got Randy Orton and New Day lured backstage by Riddle. I did think that was very funny. Um, and he wants Orton to apologize. Orton does not at all. What did you think of the backstage uh, interaction? I loved it. This was actually my favorite. I know I said that last week. Nah, this one was my favorite. I like Peacemaker Matt Riddle coming in there and he's like, no, like this is not what I had planned you know brings them in there under false pretenses and all of that i thought that was pretty clever and just him basically trying to find ways to bring them all together i thought it was funny they remind me of a uh, squidward and spongebob squarepants and now i'm pretty convinced this is where wwe creative got the idea from i'm 100 yeah. percent on this i'm i'm enjoying that stuff i enjoyed riddle singing orton's theme as he came down to the ring the match oh so there, it was again not for me. Monday Night Monkeys, Paul Kofi Kingston gets a big win. RK Bro continues. New Day getting a bit of a push, but the way that we saw it, Randy Orton, one of the greats, is distracted by a trombone. Now, to their credit, later in the night they did some continuity with that. I'll give them, I'll give them half credit on that one. But Randy Orton, one of the greats, distracted by a trombone. That makes these people look so stupid. I would rather an interference. I would rather him like have something done. I'd rather a damn banana peel be thrown in the ring and him slip on it than be like, huh? What's this over here? And then get beaten. I hate it. It's the same thing that happened to Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania when he got distracted by MVP. It's like the same thing, and and even worse, actually. I, I thought, yeah, it's way worse than Drew because at least Drew's was just like him looking for half a second, well, like I half a second. Was worse because it's like no. WrestleMania. It's for the title. Come on, sure. But I mean, this was like half a second. Orton like looked out, leaned out. Hey, you. Well, I'm wrestling your WWE champion friend or former WWE champion friend who beat me like 200 times. 
I do like that uh, Kofi Kingston has Orton's number. I love that. I will love that forevermore. I think that should continue. Then Riddle pushes Xavier Woods. So we'll we'll talk more about Kofi later, but what did you, what did you think of Riddle pushing Xavier Woods? Do you think that this is Randy Orton's master plan of like trying to upset Matt Riddle to get him to the point where he's not that nice bro guy anymore? Nah, he is finally starting to get pissed. Do you, I almost feel like maybe that's part of Randy Orton's plan in all of this. That could be that could be very interesting because there ha- I think there has to be a catalyst to turn Riddle into that because we know that he can do those types of physical things uh, in in the ring. We know that it's just he's got that that lighter side and sometimes you you t- you dial that back when it works. And I think that's what Randy Orton might be trying to do. So I, I think that would be cool. I like it. I was a fan of it. I was like, oh shoot, he really snapped. I was a fan of that. Were you a fan of Alexa Bliss having Tamina and Natalia in their playground? You know what? I will say this much. I actually thought Tamina was the best part of this segment because she just had the WTF face. Where the hell am I? And she sold. I mean, really, the playgrounds really isn't anything really that creepy, okay? When you look yeah. at it, I've seen creepier, but she sold it like she was in like some sort of horror maze or whatever. I thought, I thought her facial expressions were funny and on point. Everything else was forgettable. I All I remember is Alexa Bliss asking them what their favorite color was, and that was the end of all and, of that. And Tamina that. said black and blue, uh, which is what you'll look like if, if you keep messing with me. And Lily liked Tamina beating up Reginald, so they bonded there. But Bezos says, curse Luke for putting Lily and Alexa as tag champs and Lily going after Reginald into the universe. They always listen to us with things we don't want. I think Monday Night Monkeys, Paul. Sean, I think it's happening. I feel it in my bones. I didn't realize it until today where I was like, oh, shoot, that's definitely probably happening. Well, if you want to feel it in your bones, go to BlueChew.com and use the code FIGHTFUL. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Make them feel it in your bone. Thanks to BlueChew.com. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It's shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. They are made and shipped in the USA, so they prepare and ship direct, cheaper than a pharmacy. The process is simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription in days. The best part, it's all done online. They get the right ingredient and strength for your prescription because there is a right one, and, and they're one. there's ones that will work better for you. If you don't like swallowing pills, that's fine. It's a chewable. Get that confidence. Fix all forms of ED. What, Denise? What were you saying there? Oh, I didn't know what ED was. Erectile dysfunction. Oh, thanks. I was like, oh, I forgot. You know, Sorry. And, and sometimes, it's not, yeah, I wouldn't know. Sorry. Sometimes confidence goes goes a long way in that. Whether you're a rookie, whether you're a veteran, whatever. But right now, you can get Blue Chew free when you use our code Fightful at checkout. You just pay five dollars shipping. That's BlueChew.com code Fightful. Make sure to use that code. I mean, what's the harm in giving it a go? The best performance of your life, my friends. BlueChew.com. 
code. I, I hate being put on the spot. I feel pressure. Well, that's that. Thankfully, bluechew.com code fightful helps you perform under pressure. Uh, Tamina and Natalia performed under pressure, but before this, or, or, or at some other point, Mandy Rose and Dana are backstage talking with Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville. This segment just annoyed the shit out of me, Denise. Was it because they were all matching clothes and no, it looked like an Easter party? No, it's because these two teams were arguing over who deserved a title shot more. Lana and Naomi lost one two weeks ago and have lost three, like three opportunities. Mandy and Dana's last two-on-two tag match saw them walk out and say, not worth it, not worth it. So no, I ain't, if I'm Adam Pierce. I'm telling you to piss off and go win some matches. What the hell? If anything, if anything, if I have to choose from those two teams, I would go with Lana and Naomi because at least, at the very least, they didn't walk out of the match. Yeah, that's true. They just had like three chances. Oh, man, I don't know. It's just, it's a mess. It's a mess. Ryan B. James says, Denise being the spokesgirl for Blue Chew humped. (laughs) <laughs> and Ricardo Holt says Denise was in the hot seat. Reminder, guys, get those super chats in. They greatly help us. Leave a thumbs up. 1,100 of you watching live right I now. I'm like the Blue Chew or Manscaped spokesgirl. Like, I might have, I might quit my wrestling job. I might just oh, go gosh. in and become like a full time spokesperson. I'll be like the flow, like the flow of like Blue Chew unreal ryan b jam says my worst fear with this bliss spooky character is that eventually nia Jax is going to be the orton to her fiend and we're going to get a forever stupid feud i can't think of a feud i would want less on raw than alexa bliss and lily against nia Jax in that type of thing oh man and that'd Reg- be terrible and reginald in there oh they would they would find a way uh, Evolution uh, comments on Eva Marie says, I know some of her friends, they told me she's been working hard and wants to improve, so I'm hopeful. I wouldn't mind an in-ring and a manager. Happy birthday, Denise. You're great at what you do. I'd have to see Eva in the ring because a lot of people work really hard and they just don't improve. It's just a matter of seeing how it plays out when it gets in the ring. Well, how it played out when it got in the ring is we got a rematch. So we get new tag champions, Denise. Monday Night Monkeys, Paul. We got new tag champions, and they're having a rematch. And Sonya was happening, though, right, Sean? Of course, yeah. Uh, Nia not exactly nimble with her bumps on this night, but Tamina seems really invigorated, and then she and Natalya get the win when Alexa Bliss causes fire to shoot from the ring post. Now, there is a definite audience for the Alexa Bliss thing. Like, there are going to be people that love it, I am not one of them. I don't think I'm going to like hardly anything. And I know there's going to be people that say, well, you liked Kane. You liked Undertaker. Buddy, there were a whole lot of things I didn't like about The Undertaker and Kane. But you know what I did like? They were among the first to do it. It hadn't been done like a hundred times. And that's what we're seeing here. It, it's like it's an offshoot of a retread of a reboot of them saying, well, what can we do? We've messed up the fiend. And and here we are. Oh, boy. 
Sean, please don't be mad at me when I tell you that I did not pay attention to this match whatsoever. Right. In fact, I found myself down a rabbit hole. You won't, you'll be surprised. You'll be pleasantly surprised. I was Googling some Kentucky sayings and some Kentucky fun facts. Ooh. Did you know that a weird law in Kentucky is in one of these, I forgot what town, apparently a woman cannot buy a hat without the permission of her husband. Fun fact. And you in Lexington, I think you're not allowed to walk around with an ice cream cone in your back, in your back pocket. pocket. Yeah. Oh, I was learning so much right now. Apparently, also, if you want to like be a lady in a bikini by like a highway, you got to be escorted by the police. I mean, I'm sorry. I tuned out in this match and Google was my friend. Mm, please send a super chat. So this night is worth it, guys. Whatever. Reginald was good at selling this. That's fine. So, um. I have long been saying, I want Ricochet on TV. I want him on Raw. Monday Night Monkeys, Paul. We saw this match last night. I didn't even realize that last night wasn't a title match. And the interviewer backstage says, what do you have to say about accusations that you stole Sheamus's jacket and hat? Accus accusations? We saw it. It was on TV. I watched it. Denise didn't watch it, but I watched it. I was going to say, this is actually my fault, everybody. I would like to apologize. The reason why you guys had to see this match on Raw again today was because I missed it and WWE knew that. And they were like, well, Denise didn't see it. Let's put this match on Raw. Well, it was a good match. Uh, one of my favorite spots was Ricochet bouncing off of Sheamus's knees on a moonsault attempt. But um, yeah, they're like, oh, well, this is going to put him in a position for a title shot. I'm like, he lost last night. So, I mean, like, maybe it should put him in position for, for a title match. But it, I, I get why Sheamus would want to beat him up. Because, as, as you know, Denise, Sheamus is mad. Look, and I will say this, though. I, I mean, I don't, again, I didn't watch last, last night's match. So, I don't know if it was exactly the same thing or whatever. But I enjoyed today's match. I it was really good. Did. For me, it felt new. I was, was all good. into it. I thought that this was probably the best Ricochet has looked in a very long time because they really haven't done much with Ricochet. It, so I thought he would look strong today doing all of, he had a lot of impressive spots. They really let him go out there and show what he can do. You know what would have been smarter, Denise? Every time somebody's been accepting one of these open challenges from Sheamus, he beats their ass before the match, right? Right. Instead of the match where he he beat Ricochet last night, Ricochet pops up, steals his clothes after getting knocked out. Why didn't he just try to attack Ricochet before the bell, but Ricochet gets the upper hand and then steals his stuff. Then you have a reason for tonight's match beyond guy who got knocked out stole his shit. It's, it's not that hard to make a little bit of, of sense out of this stuff. Oh, damn. It's not. Uh, Justin Smith says, are they going to put ginger-headed juggernaut on a shirt? Probably. I would say so. I, I would say so. Uh, Mike Preventure 2 says, Lily Tomlin spent quarantine learning pyrotechnics. I'm just saying it doesn't make it less dumb. Oh, is See, that really what she did? Interesting. Yeah, so Denise, with the zombie thing, I had a lot of people saying, they like oh yeah, well, well, you don't like Abaddon? And I'm like, no, I don't like that gimmick. Unless her gimmick is like not actual zombie, just weird person. Then no, I don't like it. Oh, well, I guess you you didn't like Shayna biting Becky last year. No. Nobody liked I didn't. that. I didn't. I didn't. Somebody said, 
Well, I guess you didn't like the Dark Order when they started. No, I didn't like the Dark Order when they started. I did not. Like, naming stuff that was also bad in other companies had people saying, what about Rosemary? Bet you love that. No, I did not love that. I, I constantly, I reviewed Impact every single week. And I was like, I am so done with this undead realm stuff that we're seeing on this show. It was like a brand split and like half, I didn't like, like some of like Wrestle House was cute during the pandemic. And I gave it leeway on impact Denise, because, because like, come on, it's, it's the pandemic. You got to do what you can to make content. I was like, ah, all right, whatever. But like naming also bad stuff does not like make, make me go, well, you know what? You're right. I just didn't like that. And some people are going to, there were, there were, I had plenty of people that said, I like the zombies. I don't know if they like the zombies as much as they didn't hate it, but Hey, to each their own. Can I be honest with you? You're not going to hate me. I kind of missed the zombies today. I thought that lumberjack match was boring without them. Oh, you're crazy. It gave me something to talk about. You are smoking dope. At least it gave me something to talk about. I hated the zombies. I'm not a fan of it, but screw it. Might as well at this point. Well, by the way, uh, the la- the ricochet Sheamus match was very good. I, th- I feel like the knee was supposed to be the finish by the looks of it. And then Sheamus was like, all right, pal, got up and brogue kicked him. That was good. But I want to see Ricochet doing something. He's too good. And I would rather see him making other people look good than not doing anything at all. Well, I think, too, if they keep giving him matches like this, then at least he can ha- he can actually get enough credibility to make people look good. First, he has to get that credibility back to even help other people look good. Yeah. Uh, Anakin says, still disappointed we didn't see the zombie Sandman beat up on his first WWE episode. He's dead. R.I.P. That guy passed away several years ago. So, yeah, you ain't getting him. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure the, the crown prince in Saudi Arabia is going to ask for him on the next Saudi Arabia show, but... Drew Lytle says, I'm begging Wyatt to ask for his release. Lost at Mania, and now with uh, now they're giving his gimmick to Bliss. Let him be creative with someone who will use it. <sighs> yeah. They've, they've done him so dirty through his whole run, Denise. He was the most slam-dunk, easy character. Because to me, in 2021 or 2013 or 2014, Denise... I don't think supernatural freaky guy works. What I do think works is backwoods horror movie boss. Yeah. Like you're watching a horror movie and you're like, this could happen to me. And when you saw Eric Rowan and Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt, like in the swamp doing their thing, you're like, oh my God, I could get lost in the woods on a hike and these people could murder me. And like that's, that was the appeal. That was what I, I got. It's like, okay, this was the update on the supernatural character that they needed. And it's not, you use that element of like horror movie believability, like to where his creepiness is his superpower. Like he can pop up just like right over your shoulder. Use the magic of, of your, your production to make it happen. And they just kept screwing it up over and over and over again. I think they went too many directions with it. And to be honest, like I really was never that big of a fan of this, like 
uh, this fiend, this version of the fiend that we were getting. And I know at some point people really loved it. I never did. I never got into it, but I knew why people liked it. But for me, it was just something that I was never into. And it's just progressively in my eyes just got worse. I really think that that they have had. Uh, I really think that Bray has had some incredible ideas for his character from from the straight up original Waylon Mercy esque character to uh, th- to the Firefly Funhouse to the Fiend. I think those are three slam dunk gimmicks in a world where gimmicks don't necessarily work. Uh, the, they're they're becoming fewer and further between. A lot of the stuff in between. I thought was bad. They turned him into an audio visual guy where he'd project stuff on the screen. They they've done that poor guy. So dirty. McShuffin says, thank you for watching raw. So I don't have to, there was some good stuff. There was some okay stuff on the show, but the Monday night monkeys, Paul, you definitely struck about that is that i feel like the last couple of months every day whether it be on twitter whether it be on here somebody will thank us for watching raw so they don't have to and that's not necessarily it's, it's crazy how often i read that like that saying uh somebody says i still love abaddon regardless well you should love whoever you love don't care i encourage you to not give a shit about what my opinion is on a character or a wrestler have your own like don't that doesn't mean that i want everybody that's watching this show to be like oh my god the zombies suck yeah i gotta admit sean you're pretty scary like right now when i told you i missed the zombies you like shot me down and set me on fire and nearly canceled me jojo says bray wyatt's cult leader i want jojo says bray wyatt's cult leader gimmick was his best one he truly deserves better he does and that was a great one um People asking where Keith Lee is in the chat, buddy. I have reported about 74 times that he is not cleared. Uh, that's that's all I can tell you. I've got no further update, and I got no further update on the zombies. Morrison says that he is fighting this for in the memory of the Miz. I thought this was one of the best lumberjack matches I had seen in what? WWE. Name some better ones besides, I, I think. No, but I was bored as hell. Mo- okay, name me some better better ones. Mox- or Moxley and Rollins, that's it. I literally, yeah, because yeah, they God. suck. Well, can't they all just suck? I'm sorry. This was not good. Just because it sucked less didn't make it great. It was very good. I really liked it. Nikki Cross was great. Um, the cliffhanger DDT was really cool. The dive that Damian Priest does was incredible. John Morrison doing his offense was awesome. Uh, there was a superplex onto everybody on the outside, Denise. That was the da- only spot that I liked. That yeah, was really You didn't like Damian right Priest doing a top rope Hurricane Rana, Denise? I'm sorry. I just wasn't that you, into it. I you was- didn't. Out, Sean. Oh, you didn't watch the match. You're trying said, to party. I said people can like what they want. Except you, Denise. Denise was trying to party during this match. She wasn't even paying attention. I have nowhere to party. What led to the finish, Denise? Tell me. I don't even remember, Sean. Exactly. It was because a- I wasn't paying attention because it sucked. Top rope, Hurricane Rana into a hit the lights. It was a dope match. But Monday Night Monkey's Paw, it's the 74th match I've seen. Which is why I didn't care, Sean. I did not care. I'm sorry. Sue me. I did not care. Therefore, my interest was taken out. Okay. Also, 
Can we please talk about what Morrison even said in that promo? Because nobody's talking about the fact that, yeah, he was essentially supposed to be gone. We weren't even supposed to see him tonight. And then he comes out here and he says something along the lines of he feels like he's rotting inside his court. I'm like, bro, so you're telling me the zombie went inside your soul? It made no sense. I went into this thinking, oh, my God, we're getting another lumberjack. Bam, we get the lumberjack. I'm thinking, I don't care about this match. I don't care about what's happening. Hell, bring back the zombies just so that I can have some sort of thing to talk about watch the match all right cool i like one thing on it and that was the end of that and i'm sorry i stand by the statement i did not like it sue me i don't care you should watch the match over again they were like i'm six- not gonna i'm not gonna because <laughs> we're probably gonna watch it again next week there were like six great spots in this match and damian priest says he's done with miz and morrison after this jesus christ i hope so I like that part. That was my favorite part right there. Ryan Martin says, do you think Damian Priest is in line for a big push? I know he's going after Lashley. Seems they have big plans for him. I wish they'd get to those plans, Denise. I wish so, too. I was very, very happy when I found out that this was no longer going to be a thing. But, yes, I do think they'll they'll do something. Um, now, somebody says, SRS, remember Montez Ford doing cool stuff? It leads into you liking it. That's because he does the same spot every match. Montez always does the Tope Con Hero, and I'm like, ah, oh, so this match doesn't suck, and I'm not falling for that anymore. But this had, like, five or six good spots, and Bezo Banks says, hated that this match happened, but it was great. Right when I thought, why are these people feuding, or why are these feuding people just standing there? Uh, they They went after each other. I agree. There was sense with the Lumberjacks. And I just like seeing Nikki Cross on TV. And I love that she was like, hell yeah, I want to be a lumberjack. Right? How exciting. She wants to be a lumberjack. Love why, why are you trashing Nikki Cross? What do you got? I'm sorry. I don't think that her big moment was, hey, I want to be a lumberjack. Oh, it isn't. But I'm just glad she's on TV. I, I, I curb my enthusiasm, so to speak, with this show. Ryan B. James is, of course, a guy named Priest was in a match with zombies. Jesus. Riptide says, big fan of these Hollywood and Dong Lord streams. I've always wondered, who are your uh, favorite tag teams of all time? I said Legion of Doom on Quizlemania last week, and I was like immediately like, why am I saying that? It's either the Rockers or Edge and Christian for me. I'm totally different. Mine are Santana and Ortiz. It's a good one. That's a hell of a good one. So I got my uh, Series 4 AEW Unrivaled delivered to me, and... You've got Santana and Ortiz with some great gimmicks. They've got the, is it the Shankla? La Chancla. There you go. He's got a sandal. Not like a SH, a a CH. And he comes with his hair like out big and then in cornrows too. It's so cool. That's awesome. So cool. Uh, Alan Jeanette says, happy birthday, Denise. You mean to tell me a match involving zombies last night wasn't cinematic? That's my thing. Like if they made this cinematic, I'd just be like, who gives a shit? That'd be fun. Yeah, I don't want to give my opinions anymore because you just shoot them down and make me feel terrible about them. Great. We'll get done before the hour then. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get paid no matter what. If we do it's a stream or an hour stream. You're, you are on a flat fee. Uh, Ryan Martin said, or actually, uh, Jamie Miles says, when fans chant fight forever, we don't mean Priest versus Miz and Morrison It'll be 3157. Priest's head will be fighting Miz and Morrison Futurama style. Damn. Also, officially on the East Coast, it is Denise Salcedo's birthday. 
I'm old as fuck now. God, Denise, the language. I'm sorry. Denise. I don't want to think about my birthday. It's depressing. I'm sorry. I don't Backstage, we see Shelton Benjamin. He's going to answer Bobby Lashley's challenge, which we haven't even talked about yet. Cedric comes up and talks that trash, and Shelton hits him. So we're getting this again, Denise. Wait, hold on. What are we on now? Cedric and Shelton. Bezos okay. says, Cedric said, F this. I'm not about to get, or I'm, uh, I didn't forget about you, Shelton. Great. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I tried, but uh, you know, we're getting this again. I'm sure it'll be good, but again, over and over and over and over, Denise. Yes. That's it. That's, that's all you got, huh? You told me, don't talk so the show could end faster. So I cut down my words. So uh, Rhea Ripley's backstage. She wants new competition. But she's going to sit at ringside for Asuka and Charlotte Flair. I dug this match. It was physical and messy and violent. And my favorite part about this match, Denise, was when these two went for near falls. Like, you know how you can see people sitting there waiting for the two count before they kick out? That did not happen here. They were like, I'm going to roll my shoulder up. I'm going to get my shoulder up. I'm going to do whatever. These two have really good chemistry. I don't know if some of it rubbed off on Rhea because that match last night kicked ass. But I had a lot of fun watching this match. It's just uh, the distraction finish and Charlotte loses. And now Oscar lost last night. Charlotte lost tonight. So I'm thinking Rhea's right. Get her some new competition. Well, Sean, I have lots of thoughts about this match. Go ahead, share them. Because it didn't actually suck, okay? It didn't suck whatsoever. In fact, I thought it was the best match of the night, Sean. But here we go. So first and foremost, uh, what I liked... (laughs) (laughs) Am I on? You're on. (laughs) Bro, I was about to lay down my best analyzing whatever <laughs> can I talk about now yeah you can talk okay. go ahead all right so let me get my thoughts straight here when it comes to oscar for a very long time with her being raw women's champion we weren't necessarily seeing the oscar that we all know and love and i feel that last night and tonight we started seeing shades of the old oscar once again now in regards to charlotte I've always been a fan of Charlotte. She's always been good and all of that, blah, 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 right? But tonight and last night, I almost feel like we're starting. I, I, I don't know, like, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I have a feeling, I have a speculation that I feel that the recent backlash that Charlotte has been getting on social media, I feel has motivated her to sort of really uh, – just can just put her best foot forward, but in a way where she's almost like doesn't care about what anybody else thinks. Like she's just going to do it. She knows what she's good at. And that's how I felt during this match where it's like, okay, we're seeing the old Oscar and we're also seeing a Charlotte that doesn't give a damn. And she's going to do what she's good at. She doesn't care that people are like, Oh, Hey, you know, you're only there because of your last name and whatever. No, she's going out there and she's bringing that stuff to light. I love Charlotte smashing Oscar's face on the mat with both of her legs. I thought that that was absolutely brilliant. Brutal. Yes. 
And um, I actually liked when Asuka essentially avoided the Spanish fly. I thought that was another good spot. Um, and overall, I mean, everything ex- uh, aside from the finish, I was a fan of. And now the only other thing, too, that kind of sucked for this match, and I know that people were telling me on Twitter that they think there was a wardrobe malfunction with Charlotte, from what my understanding was. I didn't oh. notice it. I wouldn't have noticed it if people didn't tell me on Twitter. But when the black like the black screen kept popping up, I literally thought that it was like a sling TV issue. I, I didn't realize I, the actual wardrobe malfunction. Sorry to interrupt. I did ask backstage. That is what it was. So see, Sean, I do pay attention to the good stuff. And I come out here and provide my thoughts. Well, this was a good match. The finish, uh, just another distraction finish. And like I said, Rhea should be looking for somebody else to face. She should say both of you all lost this week. I don't care to face either one of you. But instead, she's sitting there smiling, holding that belt up at Charlotte. And Charlotte's mad. Charlotte did not win two straight matches. So I'm like, oh, man. I love Charlotte doing the head scissors stomps. I love that. Asuka doing a bulldog. I love that, too, because we don't see enough of those. Uh, Bezos says, camera made it look like Asuka sneezed her away. That's good stuff. (laughs) And Ryan Martin says, pretty good Raw tonight. I thought the show was well-paced. Oscar Charlotte was great. Big win for Oscar. It was. I just hope it leads to something. Get her some more wins. Then get her in line. All I want is this to make sense. I want wins and losses to matter. I want to know that when I watch something like this, that the matches actually matter. That's all I want. We have... Yeah, we have Jason Blair saying tag team of SRS and Denise finally starting a feud. You must be new here, buddy. Uh, <laughs> it seems like every other week we are. No, K- I'm nice. KW sends a super chat. I'll, I'll look to see if he added a question. If not, uh, KW, thank you very much. Actually, here you go. He says, happy birthday, Denise. I hope you're ready for it. No. There you go. BTW, whenever I turn the big 3-0, my plan is just to lock myself in a closet and cry. You're not going to have a dirty 30 party? No, I'm going to be too depressed about What? That. I'm in my last year of my 20, Sean. Do you have any idea how mm. depressing that is? Yeah, I've been there before, Denise. That. I'm going through it now, and I'm not ready for it. <laughs> Ryan B. Jam says, just think, Denise, next year you'll be dirty 30 like the rest of us old people. Hell Ooh. no, I'm not ready. I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm going to. No. Nerd Guru says, Charlotte losing tonight makes me think she's winning money in the bank, and all I can say to that is yikes. Also, I've seen Asuka and Flair too much. There's never a clean finish either. But I love the idea of Charlotte as money in the bank because – money in the bank winner because it's like she shouldn't be able to get her shot now, and that's how she gets her shot, and she terrorizes Rhea Ripley. Like that's what I want. And then she can shove it down the face of all the heels or all the baby faces. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, this is definitely right now. I feel like this is the perfect time to just really fire her up as a heel. I feel like she really is working at it right now. This is it. This is her time. Sexy peasant says, Denise, are you going to eat your cake off of Blam Plate's face? What? The Blam Plate. Are you going to get a piece of cake and put it on Blam Plate? No, I would never do that to Blam Plate. I love my creations. Avery Dunn says, uh denise and sean can't do this to me but my me and my friend mark have started only watching the review and the show once a month it actually feels a lot fresher i remember when triple h made fun of people and their friend marks for stopping (laughs) watching denise they're watching our show now 
Wow, we took we took the raw viewers. <laughs> we did. We did. And KW wishes you happy birthday and says, hope you'll feel forever 22. That's cute. That's cute. Almost as cute as Fightful Magazine. How about the greatest story never told about the fake AWA? Bobby Lashley's journey to the top of WWE. Matt Cardona, the former Zack Ryder, has his writing debut. Joe Holbrook talks Flair versus Funk, wrestling's greatest angles. Uh, we've got a retro gaming column as well. There's so much stuff. Taylor Hendricks writes in this one. I've got some writing in this as well. There's so much good stuff. The mailbag segment <laughs> section. Fightful Magazine. Go over to FightfulMag.com right now. You can subscribe. This is physical now. We have physical editions of this magazine and digital. It's a good time. There's so much stuff that you've never heard about before or stories that you can revisit. This stuff does not get old. Our content is largely evergreen. An interview with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat as well. FightfulMag.com. You're welcome, Sean. I just showed, I just sold about a million copies with that. Somebody said, Anakin says, Denise should write something for the mag. Maybe. I mean. Sean doesn't think I can write. He thinks I'm dumb. You can't put a pen to paper. All right. We'll have you write for the magazine soon. Oh, man. Cyclops says, happy birthday, Granny Denise. Look at that. Granny Denise. I love it. Well, the main event segment. Uh, well, well, let's start off with the, the opening segment. MVP got Lashley like five girls. Good gift. I applaud him for that. Good shout. But he's interrupted by Drew McIntyre, who's accepting this open challenge. But MVP says, no, no, no. It's for anybody but you and Braun Strowman. By the way, Strowman ain't on this show tonight, from what I understand, from what I remember. So Drew is still involved here. And I'm just thinking... Drew lost the title win in February. Denise? I think so. Sorry. I, I'm not Sean Ross stats here. Well, he's, he lost the title in February. Okay, February. It is May, and he didn't get it. He ain't got it back yet. It's been three months of him trying to get this title back, and he lost two shots. And I'm just like, come on. I, I Put it, do have him do something else. There's nobody else for Bobby Lashley, though. I seriously like it matters. I know, okay, but seriously, though, I thought that we're gonna see Drew versus Bobby Lashley here tonight. No lie, I really thought that we were gonna see it. I started to get a little nervous. I was thinking, oh no, this people are just gonna rip this apart if it does happen tonight. I personally feel like they're still going to do more with this. Now, based on what we're seeing, maybe, maybe not. I don't know, dude. I really do think they are, though. I don't think this is the end of it. Pronounce that, Denise. Do you know how? Obachan? Okay. There you I go. What's an Obachan? Well, we have a lot of teases throughout the night. Seamus, Damian Priest, or Shelton Benjamin about challenging Bobby Lashley, but instead it's Kofi Kingston. And I'm like, sweet WWE title match, Kofi Kingston, Bobby Lashley, main event of raw. No, it's a bait and switch, Denise, no WWE title match. And at least it's for somewhat of a good reason. Kofi Kingston wins, but AR forever has a question says, when will drew and Bobby's feud end? 
Why didn't T-Bar, Priest, Shelton, Sheamus all show up for an open challenge to create a number one contender angle? Happy birthday, Denise. Uh, well, they need to heat somebody up. They need to heat a lot of people up, and that's their problem. Everybody is getting 50-50, Denise. Everybody's 50-50, so then nobody's ready for for Bobby. Well, not like that's mattered. In the past, you just show up and declare that you're your top contender. They got to heat people. Look what they did with Cesaro. They heated him up, and then he was ready. And they took a while to do that, too, because I I, knew, I remember when we were talking about this on SmackDown when Roman Reigns said that when Cesaro was going up for that challenge, but Roman Reigns was like, nah, I want Daniel Bryan instead. To me, that was a terrible moment for Cesaro. And I know you like that, but then afterwards, they really did. Well, at least for me, it was very last minute where I felt like they heated Cesaro up. I thought that they could have heated him up a lot sooner and done a lot better and made made given him, I think, a little bit more justice than prior to the actual match. But... In terms of that, I mean, I almost felt like today they kind of did a little bit for Kofi Kingston, especially coming off of this yes. match. I love this main event. And it's like, yeah, this is a reminder of what Kofi Kingston can do and the type of matches that he can have. And when it counts, he can obviously have these, you know, big moments with, you know, the top guys on the roster, obviously. With the Cesaro thing, I thought that the Daniel Bryan thing was like an act of selflessness and Cesaro saying, I know I can get that title shot. Go ahead and take it. You got to do it. But this was, I mean, for, for Drew, it's like, I hope he doesn't expect to get the next title shot because he attacked Bobby Lashley and ruined the main event. If I'm Adam Pierce, I'm looking at this, I'm going, Kofi Kingston beat Randy Orton and Bobby Lashley tonight. Drew McIntyre interfered in that main event. So no. I wouldn't be giving Drew McIntyre any title shots. Plus, he lost two of them. So I'd be looking at this and going, well, Xavier Woods very clearly deserves a title shot. Monday Night Monkey's Paw, of course, the way you get a title shot on this show is beating a person who has a title already. So I'm like, I'm so just torn on it. Do you almost think that maybe they're trying to get Drew McIntyre hot again like he was before he won the title for the first time so that they can give him the title when they actually have fans back? Yes, I do. And I think that they've lost their way with that. The way that Drew McIntyre got over was he beat the living shit out of people and kicked them in the head. He wasn't going around dicking around with other people and interfering in matches and he 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 and all that he showed up he kicked ass he got out he one two three claymore got out of there this match i thought was good i got a problem with them doing a recap video in the middle of the match and i had people say well they had to show that mvp didn't say that i'm like no they didn't they didn't have to show anything they could have showed that next week like do it next week when you're you're having Kofi Kingston walk down to the ring and you're showing a recap package. So weird how they do this. Another messy finish, Denise, but Kofi getting a win. I'm not going to be that mad about that. I'm not mad about that whatsoever. And I do hope that they obviously circle back here and eventually give them a title shot. Cause at the end of the day, Gotta. it'd be, you know, the champion. So they might as well do something with that. And then I think just given off of what we saw tonight, it's definitely a match that I'm looking forward to. If they were to do it, obviously guys, we're getting our last super chats in. go ahead and donate one. Ricardo Holt did. He said, cut the main event and loved it. Thanks for telling me to cheat on my no raw diet, Sean. It was worth it. The Kofi mania two tease, but it's just a tease. I think he'll get a title shot. If he doesn't, I mean, look at look at it this way, Denise. 
Shinsuke Nakamura made it to the end of a gauntlet match for a top contender earlier this year. They had it slam dunk where they should have given him a title shot to make good on it when Adam Pierce came in and they didn't do it. So who knows? And I and, knew it was going to come off of that. I know people were excited. I was like, they ain't going to do nothing with Shinsuke Nakamura right oh, now. It just should have been a, a SmackDown title defense and that's it. Yeah, and then it's been something, something. Brandon Charles Powell says, show me someone who wins their matches and I'll show you someone who deserves a title shot. Yep. That's all it takes for me. Varsity Blondes have won like eight matches on Dark. That's good enough for me. Why is it good enough for me? Because AEW has told me consistently within the context of their show that it's good enough for them, and that gets people title shots. Don't expect them to win. Don't care. Want to see a good match? Want to see a story? And I'm here for it. Harry Yazawa says, so we don't need Brock versus Lashley anymore to know who's best, right? Lesnar defeated Kofi in one move. Bobby did it in more than one and got even, even got distracted. That's what we call an MMA, MMA math, and it doesn't work like that. Styles make fights. Different people dominate against different different kinds of people. Uh, Ian says, Kofi Lashley on the one-year anniversary of Shad's passing. Hoping it wasn't a coincidence and it was MVP's idea. Video of him and Shad watching Kofi's win will never be forgotten. That's one of the most emotional videos I have ever seen. In my life, Denise, that one still uh, pulls at my heartstrings. That was a really nice video. Yeah, I remember seeing that just thinking like, I think sometimes you forget how much something can mean something to somebody. And you're just like, that's really nice. That, you, that people can still get that emotion now. I don't remember the last time I felt emotion like that over something that I saw. We have a couple of uh, unrelated to Raw Super Chats. The Nerd Guru says, I love how Roman didn't hit a spear on Cesaro. Just the guillotine choke, which is great stuff. He, he's established another move, Denise. That's That goes a long way. He feels like a completely... He's been champion for like nine months, and he feels like a completely new character. Roman Reigns is my favorite thing right now, or my favorite yeah. person right now. Ryan B. Jam says Tony Khan needs to get the song Living Dead Girl by Rob Zombie as an entrance music for Abaddon. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past him, but you better make sure you're going to push somebody well but when you do that like i believe they're gonna push uh jungle boy i believe they're gonna push orange cassidy and uh i believe they're gonna push uh chris statlander to to use those themes uh the john moxley thing was a one-off it was it was a tribute to onita uh guys check out the post nxt show tomorrow night alex palowski 10 10 p.m eastern here live after that big Johnny Gargano, uh, Bronson Reed cage match. But Denise, I interviewed Johnny today. Must be nice. <laughs> and I can, I watched your interview. I liked it. I gave Thanks. it a thumbs up. I left a comment. I read saw your comment. I saw I your mean, little bitch I ass did, comment. I did everything to support you and your interview, okay? And BTW, I did not start the must-be-nice thing. You started it. Check out my interview with Johnny Organo. Uh, the more you all do that, the more you share them, the more that you all visit them, the more likely we are to get more. And I'm very glad that WWE could accommodate me. I ask them a lot and often and I'm so glad that it happened because uh, our viewers and our readers deserve that content. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I've got more interviews coming over the next couple weeks. And then me and Denise are both going to be at AEW Double or Nothing. Yeah, that's happening. That's wild. I can't believe it. I'm going to meet Denise Alcedo. 
I do, do you think they'll sit us next to each other? No, I don't think so. Probably not. No, probably not. I'll probably just sit by myself somewhere. No, they they, they give you a. There's an assigned media section. Well, I know, but I'll still be by myself in that assigned media. Well, yeah, everybody will. You get one credential, but exactly. And I'm just going to be sitting there like a loser. <laughs> so tell the people what you got going on. Well. I have a lot going on. It's my birth. Actually, I have no birthday plans. Do you have any idea how sad that is? I really have no plans actually happening. But um, Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. I have about a million shows. So seriously, I promote them all on there. You can check them out there. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Go show some love there. Um, and that's kind of about it. And yeah, I will be at Double or Nothing. So I'm, I'm excited too. I've never been to Florida. Man. Um, we're, we're going to take a selfie together and somebody's going to see who's taller. Denise is much taller than me. Hey, Sean, what are the chances? What are the chances of me convincing you to finally try pizza and ranch? I might do that. I might cheat on my diet one night just for the sake of some Twitter com- content. You're on a diet? Oh, Denise, I have lost like 13 pounds this month. I'm, I've logged like a hundred miles on the bike in, in the past week and a half. Wonderful. I'm, I'm getting it. Insert Natalie Portman I'm, clapping. I'm getting in shape to beat Riccacino's ass in the ring later this year. It's Is that happen. what you guys are planning? Jesus. Maybe. I might beat Riccacino's ass in the ring. <laughs> Maybe. Might just do it depending on how I feel. But guys, please support our content. Again, check out Alex's post NXT show, 10, 10 p.m. Eastern Tuesday. Check out my Johnny interview. Until next time, guys, we're out. Oh, wait, no, we got a super chat. We got one more. Michelle Haskins says, Bobby Lashley's next opponent should be Damian Priest. Something new and fresh. You could easily build him, but WWE won't do it, sadly. They should protect him, Denise. They should until he gets that title shot. Keep giving him wins, and then, then where it's just like completely unignorable. Come on, he started things off with Bad Bunny. You can't just go downhill from there. Gotta and Riptide says, happy birthday, Denise. Please don't make Sean eat pizza and ranch. I'm going to do it. It's my goal in life. Until next time, guys, thank you all so much. Happy birthday, Denise. We're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.